Welcome to the podcast of School Beyond Limitations. In this podcast, you will learn how to guide your child through their school life with intention to help them find their unique essence that will allow your daughter, your son to live a fulfilled and meaningful life. Hello everyone, um, my name is Martina Jeromin. I'm the CEO, the co-founder and the designer of School Beyond Limitations. And today I have the pleasure to talk to one of our students and her name is Lucy Eckert. Welcome Lucy to the interview. <laughs> it's good to have you Lucy. And uh, you've been with School Beyond Limitations now for uh, two years, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you're finishing <laughs> my second year now. Yeah. yeah. So, Lucy, tell me a little bit about uh, yourself and about your experience uh, at School Beyond Limitations. Maybe first you start where you are coming from in the sense of which kind of educational mm -hmm. system and a little bit about yourself and then what, um, you know, the reason was to join School Beyond Limitations. Sure. Okay. So, uh, as Martina said, I'm Lucy. I'm 16 and um, I've been with School Beyond Limitations for almost two years now. I've been to a traditional school in Germany up until that moment. I finished ninth grade and then uh, for what would have been 10th grade, I changed to School Beyond Limitations. I changed schools in the school year 2021-22, I think. Yes. So, one of the main reasons was COVID and my parents thought, okay, we're probably going to have online classes anyway, so why not make it actually useful online classes? And then they've always been a bit unhappy with the traditional school system, so that was, of course, another benefit of School Beyond Limitations. Thank you, Lucy. And, uh... As you mentioned, you came from the traditional system and then joined School Beyond Limitations. So I'm wondering, uh, how would you uh, see or what you would you see as a difference between the two systems? I think, of course, you do have to take some exams if you want to do that, to have like a education, if you can show qualifications for it, um, for your future life, you do have to take some exams. So that is something that won't be you just won't be able to change in the society right now uh, but I feel like with school beyond limitations you have a lot more options to do what you want to do choose the subjects more freely with our organizations Pearson and Cambridge and it's also a lot less stressful you can do it in your own time you can study um, all of the subjects in your own way with the ways methods of studying that you feel comfortable with because i feel like in a traditional school system it's always very like the teacher is standing in the front and he's explaining it or they are explaining it but if you don't understand the way the teacher is explaining it then well that's your problem you know and i feel like uh, with school beyond limitations you uh kind of have more the freedom in your methods of studying um Mm -hmm. And uh, would you be ready or able to describe a little bit one school day, how what it looks like and, you know, what you're doing during the school day? Because, you know, it's a little bit different from the traditional school. In the traditional school, you've got many, many more hours in the first place. Of course. And uh, just give a little bit of an insight about that. 
Yeah, I remember my first day, uh, days of school. I was so nervous about how all the school days would work because I wasn't used to it. I was used to like traditional school system, so definitely. Uh, okay, so we start our day just by welcoming, we just like talking to each other. Sometimes that can result in like a very, very long and funny conversation. So I will just say that every single school day is different because you know we're not all coming in at the same time someone might be a bit early or something so they start the conversation with the teacher and then you come in and you're just coming into the room at 9 a.m and there's this completely random weird conversation going on but somehow everybody has something to say and then it just kind of goes from there and normally we're just doing some journaling some meditation and some physical exercise uh, just to get more awake um some like brain activities for example one um like I don't know when it was again like a few months maybe half a year ago there was um Wordle for example from New York Times that was very popular we did that sometimes and then we kind of tried to guess it together and uh, just like some nice activities then the teachers do have some subjects that they kind of discuss with us, give us some exercises to do, sometimes in breakout rooms, some, sometimes we're doing something together. And I think most of the teachers do try to include the interests of, the of all the students in those subjects. So, um, yeah, and then we get about an hour of time each day where we can just work on our own things, whether that's pro projects, studying for exams or whatever. Yeah. And what would you, how important would you um, define the time after iTime when you uh, focus on your own projects or the studying of your uh, subjects? Because afterwards you come back and what are you doing then? Yeah, so after we had our own time to kind of study our own things, do our own thing, we do get back for some sharing. And I think that's a very, very valuable part of the lesson because you get to know what your peers are doing, which helps to get to know your peers as the person. What are they interested in? What do they do in their own time? And often it's also something that might be useful for yourself to maybe they're doing a similar project to what you're studying or something like that so it's basically just another opportunity to learn from each other which is like a big aspect of school beyond limitations and in your view what are the key um criteria that you really 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 value the most uh, of this new school concept i think um as what i just said the learning from each other because i think it's really when I look at my old school, it was always kind of like after we've written an exam and then we got it back and it was always this kind of competition of who was better, who got the better grade. And now it's just like a learning from each other and a, I'm happy for you that you got that grade when we're if we're talking about grades, which is very, very little. Um, of course, we do want to know how was your exam? How did you feel during that exam? But uh, I feel like the grades are not of the utmost importance. So just the um, support we kind of have from each other. And I think with us only being eight students in one class, 
I feel like I've grown really close to the people that are in my class, which I value a lot because I found a lot of great friends through that. Um, yeah, I think that's really the most important aspect to me. So you are talking, it's more about cooperation than competition. Exactly. And um, does that make you, how does that make you feel that there is more cooperation than competition? And in the first place, I mean, we do not actually grade. It's just on the basis yeah, of the examinations, of examinations that you have an understanding where you stand. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you feel about that as a human being, as a woman? <laughs> I think it just takes a lot of stress out of your everyday life especially with the sbl not grading you it's just you don't go into class and you're worried you're just there to enjoy time with people that you hopefully like um so um it just takes a lot of stress away it just makes uh your days a lot more comfortable and you yeah i think that's and you just mentioned before about uh, how close you got to your peers, right? In your class, yeah. there are only eight students in your class, uh, but you are doing that online. So can you explain a little bit? Is that actually possible to create friendships online <laughs> or is that? I think one of the main things I always get when I tell people I'm, at, I'm going to an online school, it's always, oh, but you don't have any like social contacts or you don't have any friends like, no of course it is hard i'm not gonna lie to you it is hard to have friends that are so far away i think the closest uh friend i haven't had that i haven't known before i changed schools is like maybe three hours away so of course like my car um so of course it is hard to not be able to see each other as much but i think that just makes the connection all that more special because even though you can't see each other every day um, when you see each other, it feels like you've known each other forever, even if you've seen each other in real life only like a couple of times. So it makes that all the more special and the bond I think you have with those people is even better because you know that you will still keep in contact even if you can't see each other, you will still continue to message and I think that's something very valuable. And you mentioned something that you actually do meet with one another. Can you tell us a little bit about what is happening that's actually organized by School Beyond Limitations and what's happening, what is not organized by School Beyond Limitations, but still is happening with regards to meeting in real life? <laughs> of course. So we have the opportunity to meet each other three times a year, which is organized by the school. We have this week's called residentials where we go to a place that is decided beforehand, uh, a hotel, and then we have a topic of the week, which we will do everything according to that topic um, and fitting to that topic. And I think it just gives you a very nice opportunity to not only see the friends you made in school, but also get to know other students that you won't see as often. Because, of course, you are in your classes most of the times. So of course, we see the whole school at community celebrations. Uh, but I, th I feel like the you don't get the opportunity to actually talk to a lot of students outside your class uh, on an online basis. Other than if you maybe, for example, 
have the same interests and you can start a conversation about that but mostly you keep to the people you do have something like EAL lessons additional English lessons or something like that where you actually do have contact through school with them on a more regular basis so the residentials just give you an opportunity to get to know other people that you normally don't come into contact with in a school context I guess Mm -hmm. And beyond the residential week, what do yeah, I beyond the residential week, of course. Um, for example, I've been to Cyprus with some of uh, the people that I'm friends with from the school, and just like me, I think uh, many people take the opportunity to visit each other outside of school hours and do school together, seeing as it's only three hours every day it's totally possible to just do school and then you have enough time to just hang out with each other. And uh, I feel like I know a lot of people who've planned to go on vacations during summer break coming up with peers. And, you know, we all try to organize things so we can see each other. That's beautiful. And you mentioned examinations and you have um, completed, I think, now your IGCSEs. And have, you're yes. already... Well done. <laughs> well done, yeah. Lucy. Really well done. Um, if you had to, and now you are preparing already for your A-levels, and I know very that you are a very ambitious young woman who wants to complete everything, uh, you know, according to your pace, and, yeah. and I'm sure that you will, you will be very successful uh, with it. Um, if if you had to explain to somebody who doesn't know school beyond limitations at all or the, our system at all, uh, and and you had to describe the how you get prepared for 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 your subjects, you know, uh, what would you then say, you know, and <laughs> do you get prepared or you don't yeah, get prepared? Um, yeah. I would say, of course, because it's online and we don't have as many hours of school of course you do have to have that kind of discipline and motivation to work a lot by yourself and you can uh, but I think when it comes to choosing the, the subjects and looking for resources and everything um, the teachers can help you a lot and then again we have different teachers who are like trained for different subjects and even if you aren't in the class of that certain teacher, they are all very willing to help you, even though you're not their student specifically. So you can do past papers and like the previous examinations for your subjects from the years before your examination. And you can send them to the according teacher who is um, specific, who, yeah, that's the subject basically, um, who is specifying that subject and then they can give you feedback and I think that's what um, actually helps the most, um, especially when it comes to the end of uh, the of preparing for the exam shortly before the exam, like a few weeks before the exam, I think uh, doing all those past papers helps you the most because you know how to answer the exam specific questions and that's where I feel like, um, especially with subjects like, for example, English, which is something you can't very well correct yourself in the solutions, you do have to get some kind of feedback and the teachers are very willing to help and look through, uh, through that with you, definitely. 
So would you say that you that you are supported by the definitely by the yeah yeah and um, maybe just one aspect that we haven't touched upon is the mentoring uh, sessions. You know, you meet with your uh, facilitator or your mentor, private and individual mentor, once per week, one and one. How valuable are those meetings for you? They are very valuable in a lot of different senses. So what is new this year, what hasn't been that way on my first, in my first year at SBL, is that we do, if we're writing exams or if we, just if we want to have our two teachers as mentors, we can do that because we always have one teacher that is um, more into the science subject and then one that is language and humanity specific. Specialized. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've talked a lot today, can't talk that well anymore, sorry. <laughs> you um, talk really sorry. well, you talk really well, and a little bit of voice <laughs> helps, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, and I think that's something that has helped me quite a lot, because I've done subjects in both directions, like more the humanities and the sciences. So that's where the mentoring has helped a lot, especially with both teachers, um, just to get insights both teachers and then also on an emotional level I feel like I've grown a lot since I've joined SPL gotten more comfortable with myself more confident and I feel like my mentor lesson my, like my mentor meetings have helped me a lot with becoming the person who I am now because we kind of we look through like if I for example had to make some choices in my life and uh, if they were difficult, we kind of try to analyze, okay, why are they difficult? And I've just learned a lot about how past events, for example, um, in my life actually affected me, even though I didn't think they did. So um, they helped me learn a lot about myself. And of course, for the exam aspect, as I said, it is valuable. And then you just get to know your teachers that much more, and it just becomes that much of a closer bond that I also really appreciate. Wow, Lucy, that's so beautiful. And I think we slowly but surely come to an end. Uh, but before we come to an end, uh, if there were, you know, students out there who are not completely certain whether this could be the, their, the right choice for them, what would you tell them? What would should what should they consider when taking a decision? You know, on the basis of which school is the right school for them. I think that, of course, no matter what school you're coming from, if it's a traditional school or any other kind of school, it is always a scary thing to change schools or to change change in general is a scary thing because you are starting a new chapter and you're starting something that you know nothing about and that will always be scary, but don't let that hold you back. And I think that School Beyond Limitations with the residentials, all the connections we have with our teachers is just something really special that I've never experienced. And I think you won't get any other school. So oh. I would really, really advise you to join SBL. 
Oh, and maybe if you join the SPL, you will get to know also Lucy. I would like to thank uh, Lucy for um, having been open uh, with her, you know, insights uh, with regards to school beyond limitations. And if you think that school beyond limitations kind of resonates with you and what you are looking for yourself or for your son or daughter, then just reach out to us and you will find us on the website and then you can apply and we can get into conversation. Lucy, thank you so much again for this lovely uh, conversation. I enjoyed it a lot and we wish you all the best for your A-levels, but not only for the A-levels as yeah. you know, for everything. Yeah. You've been already, you've become a teacher at School Beyond Limitations yourself. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Lucy. Thank, thank you. you. At School Beyond Limitations, we support our students find their unique essence. Feel free to share the content of this podcast with other parents. We are here to show that your children can indeed bring their unique essence into life. So reach out to us if you think that this is what you'd like your daughter, your son to experience or apply through our website. Also leave your comments your questions or your review about the podcast share it with others and as you know sharing is caring